0: avid video game player i play video games a lot and wow, i'm pretty yeah. passionate about it yeah i have a lot of um, friends and uh people that i've met and i think it's something that's really good it takes my mind off the competition get as much self-control in training and in your in your technique and your practices i think you can have a better time controlling it in competition
1: Welcome to the Garimavtar show. In today's episode, I have with me Jaz Ely, who is the reigning world champion in short part. She took gold at the World Outdoor Championships in 2022 in Eugene, Oregon and a five-time USA national champion. Furthermore, she is number one in short part world rankings. She won the WADA Diamond League 2022 and she holds the second furthest USA distance of all time as well as the joint USA indoor record. On top of this, she also took home silver at World Athletics Indoor Championships and was a World Female Athlete of the Year nominee for 2022, finishing the overall rankings at number 8 for all female athletes. Thanks for joining me, Jay. It's such a pleasure to have you on my show.
0: Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be here. So,
1: you know, what's been your journey like? What's been your challenges that you've faced and what's the best learning from your journey?
0: Yeah, I mean I've had a lot of ups and downs in my career, um, I think a lot of people know that um, I struggled a lot after 2019 and contemplated retirement many times because of it um, and yeah I think after last year it, it kind of lit a fire in me that I didn't know I had and I'm, I'm really glad that uh, I stuck to it because I became world champion because of all those trials and tribulations.
1: Awesome, awesome, so what's been the best learning from your journey?
0: Uh, yeah probably just to be patient and stick to it I think um, quitting was not like a good option and I put it on the table and I wish I never did but just being patient and and sticking to it and it resulted in becoming a world champion
1: yeah I mean definitely I can imagine you know sometimes this uh, you know frustration and doubt it creeps in and you know and sometimes injuries and you know lot of other factors and, uh, and you, you end up getting these negative thoughts but um, it's very important to be able to overcome that feeling so, so what according to you is the right mindset one ought to have in order to succeed in a life, career or any sport?
0: I just think to like be open to failure I think not being scared of, of falling or failing is, is really important and I think that's something I learned in my journey is it's okay to get knocked down as long as you get back up um, and I think anybody can can take a positive from that regardless of anything.
1: Super. So please tell us, um, you know, about about some of your, uh, you know, habits and routine that you follow every day, some good habits that keep you uh, positive, motivated and, you know, enthusiastic about your training and about your life in general. So, you know, basically I'm talking about, you know, your overall lifestyle and mindset towards life. So your some, you know, uh, so your routine and Uh, your habits.
0: Yeah, I just try and stay very consistent. So I try and like do a lot of the same things, like especially in season. I I just want to stay consistent that way, like I'm in control a lot. So I feel like as an athlete, I want to be in control of like a lot of aspects of my life. That way I can control myself in competition as well. Um, And I think I just try and stay really consistent day to day. I, I try and make sure that I'm doing certain wellness things, like taking care of like myself first as a person and then taking care of my athletic needs, like recovery and stuff. Um, and I think like it all starts with like routines and certain yeah. things. So like my nighttime routine is the same. I try and do my skincare and all that stuff, like just to try and keep like a lot of consistency um, so that I'm, I'm more in control of like how I'm feeling all the time.
1: Great. So, so what's your training schedule like?
0: Uh, so I throw three days a week and I lift um, three days a week. Okay. and then there's like other um, training between that like plyometric exercises and stuff so I'll throw and lift on certain days and then I'll throw and maybe do like a med ball session on other days uh, I think when you're a track athlete especially um, you have to kind of be flexible with your yeah, training because yeah. our our track meets can be at like different times and stuff uh, like you'll have a track meet on a Wednesday so you have <laughs> yeah, yeah. to kind right. of like mold your training to like your competition schedule so I just try and keep it pretty simple I think we have it um, pretty locked down on how I train going into a competition and how I try and like go with the ebbs and flows of the training changes
1: Oh, okay great so you know if you meet uh, if you could meet your younger self who is striving to be where you are today so what is that one piece of advice that you would like to give to, to her
0: I mean, I would just say be patient. I, I really wish I understood like how, how important being patient is with my career and with everything. Um, and I think if I knew when I was young not to try and rush every little thing that I did, I think I would have maybe succeeded sooner than later, but it's all in time. There's always a reason for everything.
1: Okay, so any message to the upcoming young athletes to motivate them?
0: Yeah, I would just say the same thing like be patient and and take the failures as steps to success rather than steps down. Like I think it's 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 really important that young athletes know that it's okay not to win all the time and it's okay to mess up.
1: Awesome. Okay, so uh, let's come to the rapid fire questions. These are, these are short like one line answers. Yeah? Are we good to go? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um Any other side passion that you follow?
0: Uh, Yeah, I'm a pretty like avid video game player. I play video games a lot and I'm pretty passionate about it. Yeah, I have a lot of um, friends and uh, people that I've met and I think it's something that's really good. It takes my mind off the competition. Um, It's something I've been doing a lot leading into Worlds as well.
1: Awesome. So, uh, what kind of video games like any anything specific? Like you you play sports on video games or, you know, like cars? Yeah, no. <laughs> I try
0: and keep, keep the sports, sports separate that way okay. I can have a break. Uh I sure. play mostly like shooting games.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. Nice.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. So, what's the best advice you've ever got?
0: Um yeah, this is something um that I really love to be asked because it's something me and my coach have really taken on. It's this video went viral and it was talking about like the rule of thirds in re- in regards to sports and it's just like basically saying that a third of the time it's going to be bad, a third of the time it's going to be okay, and a third of the time it's going to be good. And I think that's really helped me understand that if you have a bad training day, like it's 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 fine, not every day is going to be good. And I think that's one of the best like things that I've ever learned as a professional athlete is I can take those bad practices and put them in that bad third. And I can take the good ones and put them in the good third and understand that they all become one thing. And and it can be success as long as you don't hold on to the bad third.
1: No, no, totally makes sense. That's amazing. So how do you keep yourself motivated?
0: Yeah, I think I just, I try and like, I try and think about both my achievements and my failures, I think. And that's kind of what pushes me. So my achievements push me and that I want to keep achieving great things. And and doing and, and winning and doing and doing amazing and, and throwing far but then i like to use my failures as well to motivate me where i say a lot of times i'll i'll do something and i'll mess up or I'll, I'll i'll lose a important meet and i just say never again move on like like just take that feeling of failure and push it towards something good and try and use it to motivate myself
1: absolutely so do you think a perfectionism is one's enemy i mean Uh, what do you want to say about that?
0: Yeah, I mean, I I think, like, there's a really good quote from Les Brown, I think is who it was. And he basically said, he took that phrase, practice makes perfect. And he said, that's not true. Practice makes improvement, like nobody's perfect. And I think that's really important to understand that you can always improve and, and nobody out there is doing everything perfect. Um, But if you practice, you will improve. And and you will be the best that you can be.
1: Super. So uh, what do you think uh, about uh, how important is confidence uh, you know, in, in one's game? And so how to build composure and confidence uh, in oneself?
0: Yeah, I think confidence is like really key. Um, I think, especially in athletics, cause it's like a single sport, you're all alone. Like you're, you're only relying on yourself. Um, and I think you have to be confident in yourself and you can't let like outside factors affect the way you see yourself. And I think as long as you're self-aware and, and you know everything that's going on, like you can keep your mental game up there and keep stay confident. And, and I think without confidence, I wouldn't have been able to do anything that I've done that has been successful in my career.
1: Totally. And, and what about, uh, you know, that emotional control? I think it's very important to master that art. Uh, during competitions, so how to do that?
0: Yeah, I think that's probably the hardest thing I would say to do, um, because it's funny you go to world championships, or you go to the Olympics, and and you you see you picture it as this big thing, but it's the same people typically that you've been competing with all year in the Diamond League, and the same girls that you've either beaten or or whatever all year. But it's really hard. You get out there, and, and the nerves and the feeling of being out there, it's it's really daunting and scary. And I think the best thing I learned was from um, my coach in Arizona, Ryan Whiting, and he was a professional athlete and he really helped me understand how to use the fear and the the butterflies and use that adrenaline and use it as a positive instead of a negative. And I think the way you do that is to just really focus on controlling all your emotions while you train. That way you have more control over your emotions when you're competing. You're never going to be perfect. Like When you're competing, because like I said, it's a feeling you can never recreate no matter what you do. Once you get in that stadium and people are cheering and yelling. Um, But I think as long as you get as much self-control in training and in your your technique and your practices, I think you can have a better time controlling it in competition.
1: That makes total sense. You know, I think uh, practicing, you know, uh, during, I mean, you know, uh, following exactly the same uh, kind of levels of control and you know confidence during practice and I think it makes all the world of a difference so what according to you is the best uh, you know like any nutrition advice that you want to give uh, about diet you know good good diet or uh, for physical fitness any advice uh, that you have
0: yeah I think I think the most important thing is like um, I get this a lot from my fiance because he kind of he does all my cooking and my strength and all that stuff. But like, I never understood how important protein was (laughs) like to a training person.
1: person. Yeah.
0: Um, and how important it is for everything like recovery and everything. So I think like as a shot putter diet isn't exactly like my forte, but I know that like, no matter what kind of athlete you are or even moving around a person, like someone who's doing a lot, you definitely need to like make sure your protein intake is, is really good. And it's something that you don't really think about much. I don't think. Like, on a regular basis.
1: <laughs> no, no, absolutely. I think bang on. I think protein is, is definitely very, very important for recovery. And any, uh, for mental fitness, any exercise that you suggest uh, to keep, keep composure and, um, you know, good focus?
0: Yeah, I've done a lot of reading and research um, into this stuff. Because I think once you get into competition, like, all the physical stuff is already done. It's a mental game at that point. Um, And I think one thing that I I do regularly, and I think that's helped me that I've learned from all my research is just visualization. So I, I always try and visualize the competition, visualize the good throw in that moment. Like I try and see myself in the ring, like doing what I need to do in that moment with all the pressure. And I just do that over and over and over again until it's time. And, and that's, that's pretty much how I try and like Mentally prepare myself by just already being in that situation for weeks.
1: <laughs> that that's I, I think it's a, a visualization, you know, really helps. Uh, even I uh, try and use this uh, even for you know general things, uh, you know, general to achieve general goals. I think visual, visual, visualization, affirmations, all these are very good practice practices. Yeah, I yes. agree. Um, okay. Any any documentary film uh, that inspired you the most?
0: Yeah, I think. Um there would be one. Um, it's like a Michael Jordan one.
1: The last uh, dance. The, the last dance, yeah. Okay. That one. I think the reason being, like,
0: I grew up watching basketball a lot, and I mean like he's always been like oh like an idol of mine. But I think his his like input on like failure and stuff, I think is something anybody can learn from. And I think he has some of the best like quotes and advice in regards to that. Like, um, just being able to like take failure and losing and and using it to motivate you and stuff I think I get a lot of that from him so I would say I don't watch a lot of those type of movies but that's when I have watched and I would say like hearing certain things he says definitely has changed that yeah totally
1: (laughs) so you you said uh, you just said that you you watch a lot of basketball so what's your favorite NBA team
0: uh, the Celtics.
1: Oh, Boston Celtics. Oh my yeah. God, amazing. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's funny. Uh, I only became a fan of them because when I was little, I used to watch um, basketball with my late grandpa and, and the original reason I liked them was because green was my favorite color. And oh, I was seriously? young. And then now, as I've gotten older, I just like them because I, I like them now. But okay, it okay. started off because green. <laughs> Which I think is funny.
1: So who's your favorite player then, NBA player? Do you have a favorite uh, player
0: of, of all time.
1: <laughs> of all, uh, do I used, don't say Michael Jordan again, but... Any... <laughs> no, I used to be a
0: big fan of Kevin Garnett. Like, oh. um, obviously, from, from the OG Celtics days. Okay, okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, me and my sister were big fans of him.
1: Okay, awesome, awesome. Okay, any favorite quote that you have?
0: Uh, yeah, definitely, I think... Um, I feel like... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I keep talking about like failure and I don't want it to seem like
1: no I talk about that a
0: lot but I do have like a Serena Williams quote and it's okay. I, I actually have it here it says I really think a champion is defined not by their wins but by how they can recover when they fall and that's totally. another quote that kind of like I said I think the the negative has more of an impact on your yeah. on yourself and your career if you yeah. let it and so I think I really resonate with stuff like that, quotes like that, that really show you how to like adapt to the negative and stuff. No, no, so absolutely.
1: Absolutely. You know, we all, uh, you know, face so much of failure before we, you know, achieve that one victory and, you know, people or you know, nobody's able to understand how much effort and, you know, hard work and even uh, failures go uh, back. And when we achieve one victory, it's it's. It's not that easy at all. So I can totally resonate with what you're saying. So, uh, okay, best game memory that you like to share?
0: Like, competition?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Definitely, probably Worlds, being able to, like, run to my family and seeing them in the stands because it was in the U.S. So having a home Worlds and being able to do it with my mom and my fiancé there was amazing. Okay,
1: awesome. Any, like, embarrassing moment, like the most embarrassing moment that you've had
0: um no I I can't say I can think of any like true embarrassing moments I mean I've fallen a lot in front of a lot of people but like it's just kind of like my personality (laughs) (laughs) I'm kind of clumsy I always say I'm the most clumsy professional athlete you'll ever meet and it happens in the ring a lot and I don't really get embarrassed by it, though. It's, no, it's part no, of the no. job, isn't it?
1: Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, we are all clumsy in our own ways, Seriously. Yeah, Seriously. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, um, proudest accomplishment so far?
0: I mean, I think probably being world champion, but I think my overall twenty two season uh, 2022 season was by far, like, the proudest I've been of myself and just, like, how far I've come was just all of last year. But it ending in world champion gold was... It was pretty amazing.
1: And with this, we come to the end of the show. Thank you, Chase, for joining me in this absolutely amazing session.
0: Thank you for having me.
1: <laughs> Thank you all for listening to today's episode with your host, Garma Avatar. See you in the next one. Have a great day. Bye.